Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Oh, you are the Lord, you are the Lord. 
your name. Lord of hosts. He is the Lord of hosts. Oh, yes. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Yield yourself to the unction of Yield yourself. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. And let it 
challenges and difficulties. We give our marriages and our relationships unto you, Lord. We commit our children unto you, Lord. We commit the things that, Lord, when we think about them, we have no solution. We yield them unto you. We thank you that you are the mighty warrior. You are the Lord, you are the Lord of hosts. That when you lead us, there won't be any day and there won't be night. There will not be any difference between the day and the night. Because your pillar of crowd and the pillar of fire will be with us. Come before you this afternoon and we ask, O oh God, according to your word, you say that man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word. We don't want to hear the word of CNN. We don't want to hear the word, oh God, of many televisions and FM stations. We want to hear the word that proceedeth out of your own mouth. The word that brings light. The word that brings edification. The word that brings guidance, oh God, and direction. The word that encourages and comforts. We bless you. We honor you. I empty myself for your people, oh God. And I ask, oh God, you use me for your glory. In Jesus' name. And then the saints say, Amen. Hallelujah. Please sit, take your seat in the presence of the living God. I need maybe two other brethren to be here, the ladies. Hallelujah. Are you happy that you are here this afternoon? We thank God. Philippians chapter 1. I just want to say hi to all the brethren on the Zoom. God bless you for coming. Okay. Can I see them? Beautiful. Hallelujah. God bless you all for coming and for joining us. Philippians 1 7. Philippians 1 verse 7. What does it say? It says, 
Which one are you giving to us? Give us King James. Okay. For us it is meet for me to think this of you all. Because I have you in my heart. Turn to the next person sitting by you. Do you have me in your heart? <laughs> what are they saying? Benny, do you have me in your heart? I don't think so because you have not called me the whole week. <laughs> Inside the heart, not on the heart. On the heart will be outside. Paul said, I have you in my heart in as much as both in my bones and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. Ye all are partakers of my grace. Hallelujah. May God give us the grace to become the partakers of the grace on this ministry. The grace upon our Father and our Bishop. In the name of Jesus. Are you with me please? Paul said, you are partakers of my grace. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 7. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 7. What does it say? Therefore, as ye abound in everything, may you abound in everything. I said, may you abound in everything. And then he said, in faith, in utterance, in knowledge, the next one, in all diligence and in your love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. Hallelujah. It looks to me that the people in Corinth, they were doing very well according to this verse. Hallelujah. And he said they, are, they, they were abound in everything in faith, in utterance, in knowledge, in all diligence, in love. But there was one thing that was missing. And then he said, see that ye abound, or see that ye also abound in this word, grace. That means the grace was not abounding. Hallelujah. And there are many graces. So if you see this verse, it means that the grace to be in the faith was abounding. The grace in the utterance to, to, was abounding. The grace to have knowledge was abounding. The grace to have to be all diligent person was abounding. The grace even to love, it is grace. Hallelujah. To love was abounding. But there was something that was missing. Hallelujah. You know, and this grace is called favor. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah, many of us can receive the grace, the grace to, for the prophetic, the grace to pray, 
the grace to attend to church regularly. Hallelujah. Because I, I, I'm sure you agree with me that it's not everyone who has the grace to attend church regularly. Hallelujah. The grace to teach the word of God. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? But Paul is saying that, but that's, there's something. A favor was missing. Hallelujah. I just want to say that, you know, life by default is very difficult. It's not kind. Hallelujah. Because of the fallen nature of, human, of us. Since the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, hallelujah, you know, we don't have everything that we need to have. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And life by default can also be, you know, viciously unfair. That is why we hear the word, life is not fair. Life is not fair. How many have heard that word before? Hallelujah. Life is really not fair because you look at a few things around you, certain things around you, and you just wonder why can't I do ABC or have ABC? Hallelujah. And this afternoon, I want to let you know that if the favor of God is missing, then we will have imbalance. Hallelujah. Is therefore the favor of God is what brings the balance. The favor of God, that is what takes you from nowhere and brings you to somewhere. Hallelujah. The favor of God that makes us that we are said that we are when we are nobody is the favor of God that makes us somebody. Hallelujah. Receive the favor of God this afternoon. I said, receive the favor of God this afternoon. And because of the fallen nature of man, you know, God in his own wisdom has also introduced systems of advantage. I've mentioned this word before, you know, system, what do I mean by systems of advantage? They are things that, the things that we miss, God in his own wisdom brings them into our life so that the missing link in our life will be fulfilled. Are you with me, please? Example, for instance, maybe you become born again at the age of 45 or 50. You and I, we know that, you know, even to be in ministry, it will take certain grace or certain anointing or certain speed to be able to make it at a certain level. That is why when you hear our father, Bishop Dark, says, I've been in ministry for more than 30 years. You can't be in the ministry five years and do what he has done. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? But God, in his wisdom, introduces these systems of advantage. Like I was saying, example is speed. That said that when you become born again at that age and you are missing a few things to be able to make it... To your destiny, he brings this system of advantage called speed and move you so that you will be able to achieve your his given destiny. Hallelujah. 
one of the systems of advantage is the favor I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Exodus. Exodus chapter 3. Verse 21. Who is going to help me to read today? Pastor Nana is not here. Okay. Give you this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when ye go, ye shall not go empty. Exodus 3:21. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass when ye go, ye shall not what? Give us. Um, Amplified version. You shall not go empty. Yes. Uh huh. And I will give these people favor and respect in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall be what when you go, you shall not go empty handed. Amen. And it shall be that when you go, you shall not go empty handed. Right there, we can see that when we have favor, we know. When we don't have favor too, we know. Hallelujah. Empty-handedness is means, means lack of favor. Are you with me, please? Are, are you with me? And these people were in captivity for 413 years. Imagine the 413 years. And you want to come to a point that you yourself, you will not lack, just imagine, enslaved under slavery, and then you are in captivity for 430 years. There are many things that you will not be able to do. There are many things that you will lack. There are many things that you will not have. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? But God, in his wisdom, introduced a system, one of the systems of advantage here, and he said that for my people to be able to cover, to recover all the things that they have lost, I have to give them favor. Receive the favor of the living God. I said, receive the favor of God. Hallelujah. Said that when we you go, you will not go and you shall not go empty handed. It means that if God had not given them that favor, then they were going to leave Egypt empty handed. I don't know if, it's, if the weather is hot a little bit, so please encourage me. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Exodus 11, 3, please. Hmm. I pray that by the time we finish, I don't know if I'll be able to finish today. If you don't finish, maybe we'll, come, we'll continue next week. By the time we finish, this favor that we are talking about will be upon you. Hallelujah. I say it will be upon you. I say it will be upon you. And he says that, yes, my dear. Exodus 11.3 
And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. Moreover, the man Moses was exceedingly great in the land of Egypt, mm. in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and of the people. Amen. Can you see that? And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Overnight, these people became rich. And as a result of the favor, look at what Moses had. He says that, moreover, the man Moses was exceedingly great in the land of Egypt. May you be exceedingly great in the land of New York in the name of Jesus. And then he said, in the sight of the Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people. That is favor. It changes the equation. The unfairness gets away. Removes. Hallelujah. Therefore, what is favor? Reverend, after this one, we all know. We have heard it over and over and over. What is favor? Mm -hmm. I, want to, I want to let somebody say it. What is favor? Here's the congregation. Zoom, brethren. What is favor? What is favor? Unmerited. Unmerited what? Unmerited what? Right. Favor. Unmerited access. If you say this, you are not wrong, but you are largely incomplete. And until today, I didn't also know. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. But the favor that I'm talking about, it has multi-dimensional, you know, Access. It has unlimited. Is it the unlimited, unmerited access? Hallelujah! It's one of the definitions of favor. So that is why I said, if you say unmerited access, you know, it means that you are right, but you are also incomplete. Hallelujah! Are you with me, please? Yeah. You know, if, if you say. Maybe let me give you the definition of favor. Favor, the first one, I'll give you two definitions. Hmm. Yeah. And you see, what I'm sharing with you, because we have no favor to be unmerited. That is why we don't spend time to know the dynamics and how favor works. Hallelujah. For instance, we know that wisdom is merited. Am I saying it right? We, therefore, we spend time trying to study and have wisdom. Are you with me? But we know that as for favor, it's God who gives this unmerited faith. And if when it comes to salvation, that is true. Because we didn't do anything to become born again, to receive salvation. 
Hallelujah. To be drafted from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. That is the unmerited. We didn't deserve it. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? But let me give you one definition. The first definition I want to give to you today. It says that favor is divine help. And divine assistance trying to let them help us so that you can also write. I'm trying to teach. Please come along with me, please. Favor is divine help and divine assistance is God in partnership with men Am I moving too fast? Favor is divine help and divine assistance. Is God, full stop, is God in partnership with men? So right there you will see that it's merited. God in partnership with men or maybe women providing help and assistance to our lives and destinies. Proverbs chapter 3, um, chapter 13, verse 15. Hmm. Favor is merited. Proverbs 13, verse 15. It says, Good understanding, give me King James. Mm -hmm. Good understanding giveth what? Sister? Favor. Uh huh. But the way of transgressors Uh is hard. Is what? It's hard. This is like maybe having two pregnant ladies. Right? And the Bible is saying, I say good understanding. The name of the first mother or the pregnant woman is good understanding. And when he, she gives birth, she gives birth to what? To favor. And the name of the second one is what? Transgressor. And when he, she gives birth, she gives birth to what? Hardship. I don't know if you, if you, good understanding. What do you do to have good understanding? It tells you and I that favor right there is merited for us to move from, to give birth to the favor. You have to have a certain understanding how and the the dynamics of favor and how it works. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Hallelujah. Yeah? And therefore, when you lack the favor, you also switch, you switch into what? Hardship. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Hmm. Favor. 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 Hallelujah. Favor. Please write this one down. The favor of God is 
the number one reason number one reason why people succeed in the kingdom the favor of God is the number one reason why people succeed in the kingdom of God Luke chapter 2 verse 52 including even our Jesus when he was on this earth hallelujah once we are under the sun brothers and sisters we need what I'm sharing with you we need this merited and unmerited favor of God hallelujah he says that and Jesus increased number one in what wisdom and in stature. wisdom number two and stature and then number three and in favor with God and the favor of what man. God and man can you see that? When you have the favor of, with God, you have dreams. You can have trances in the afternoon, in the morning, in the night. You can have visions, daylight visions. Hallelujah. You can have angelic visitations. You can have, you can easily even go to heaven and come back. Amen. That is the favor of God. But as far, as far as the living under the sun on this earth, you will not experience the blessings of God because the earth has been given to the sons of men. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? That is the favor of God. So therefore, you see that Jesus needed the favor of God and then the favor of men. If Jesus did not have the favor of men, then the Hosanna day, when he said that they should go and untie the donkey, if the favor of God was not upon him, guess what maybe the owner of the donkey would have said to Jesus? He needed that favor on this, of, of men. To be able to do what God, you know, put on him to do on this earth. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please, brethren? Yeah. The next one, right? The second B. Maybe you can, the first definition of favor I've given. The first thing I write there is the number one reason why we succeed in the kingdom of God. Jesus succeeded because he had the favor of men and the favor of God. Hallelujah. Receive them in the name of Jesus. I said, receive the favor of men and receive the favor of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. B, it says that every testimony of victory and success in this kingdom is connected to favor. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren? Are you coming along? Or oh, the weather is too hot, so it's difficult to hear. I believe it's not difficult. Every testimony of victory and success in this kingdom is connected to favor. Maybe at sea. In this kingdom, who hates you 
does not matter. But who likes you? Is it true? That is what matters. Who likes you matters. So I want to encourage you. Don't let us spend time. You think about the people who do not like us. Who likes you is what matters, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. I said, who likes you is what matters in this life. Hallelujah. Are you with me? That is why, you know, a village girl called Hadassah Esther will just get the favor of the king at that time and it it lifted her from nowhere into from the village into where into the palace and she became a queen hallelujah are you with me please it takes the favor the person who likes you that is the most important thing in life hallelujah are you with me look at Haman in the book of Esther he hated the Jews he hated God it didn't matter at all but the person who liked him on at that time because of that he was living in the palace and he was the number two person in the kingdom his favor merited hallelujah are you with me yeah think about Mordecai just a gatekeeper but just one day that the king decided that I will like this guy because he saved my life because you can save somebody's life and it will not go anywhere it will not be recognized we won't know that when he saved the king it was not recognized until it came to a time and the king said what did we do for this person who saved my life that changed his life. He had inheritance. If you read Esther chapter 8 and 9, there you will find out that even the provinces and everything, the signatory of the land was given to Mordecai overnight. That is what I was talking about. Systems of advantage. Hallelujah. May those systems of advantage come upon you in the name of Jesus. Are you with me, please? Should we read the book of Esther? Look at Ruth. Time will not allow us. But you can read, put the verses down. Esther chapter 8, verses 1 to 8. Hmm. And Esther 9, 5 to chapter 8. We are not reading it. Esther chapter 8, 1 to 8. Esther chapter 9, 5 to 12. Brethren, look, look at the, 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 the lady Ruth. It took one day for a man called Boaz to say that I like you. And that day, her sorrow, her pain, her hunger, everything changed. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The Israelites were in captivity for 430 years. But just one night, one night, if this favor had not come upon them, brethren, they would have gone empty-handed. 
they would have left Egypt with that much with only cows and them, but because that favor God gave them that merited, that merited favor, that system of advantage, because of that, they became rich and millionaires overnight. Do you think about it? How can you ask your master to give you gold and your master will just empty everything and give it to you? Whilst you are living, you have a house help, and the house up saying that I'm leaving, I don't want to stay with you anymore. I'm going and everything. And then he asks you, can you give me all your gold necklaces and your rings and everything? Will you do that? You think about it. What forces the Egyptians, what came upon them for them to live in here and listen to these people? That is the mystery. Hallelujah. D, please write this one. All blessings from God. So, all blessings come from God. Hmm. Let's see. Through men, all blessings come from God through men to men. Are you with me, please? All blessings come from God through men. We are the channels. And therefore, I put something there. If God says yes, and your destiny helper says no, your blessing will remain in the realm of the spirit for the rest until your destiny helper says yes. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And that is why sometimes when we say that in this world, in this world, you know, all, all that I need in this life is God. As far as my allegiance, my love, my passion, my commitment, yes, are concerned, you are right. As far as your allegiance, your passion, your love for God, your commitment for God are concerned. If you say all that you need is that, then you are right. But if you see that in this life, all in this life, God, as far as the dynamics and the success, are you with me? And the ability to reach your God-given destiny, you know, as far as these things are concerned, then that statement is also wrong. You need God, the source, and then you need men, the channel. We need the source. That is why we pray. And after we pray, we need to look out the channels. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren, please? Yeah. The channels. The channels. We cannot be successful without men on this earth. Even God needed men. Look, how did Jesus come? How did he come? He needed a woman's womb on this earth. 
What brought it? When the angel came, he said, Thou art highly favored. The favor of God is what started everything. And then it's amazing when Mary was asking questions, you know, the angel was more patient to answer everything. Zachariah went through the same thing and he was punished. He was became dumb. He couldn't speak again. Why? What changed the equation? What kind of unfair thing is like is that? Somebody is asking questions, the person is getting answers. Somebody is asking questions, and then he is punished. Why? Because thou art highly favored. Because of that thing upon you, you can ask the questions and you will have it. Have the answers. Are highly favored. Even at the end of the day, it took the woman to accept it. He said in Luke 138. Let's read it. I don't have much time, so that's why we are not reading the verses. Should I take my time? Hmm. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, and be it unto me. If he had not said this, it wouldn't have done. It wouldn't have gone through. He had to give, she had to give the permission. So what makes us think that we can make it, I don't need any man, I don't need anybody, I don't need, I came to America by myself, I don't care about what this person says, I don't care about, please, let's change those statements. You, I need you, you need me. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? I need you, you need me. When God blesses, it will come through us. It will come through you. It will come through somebody. It's all. You need it. Hallelujah. You know, the other verses is Luke 1, 28 to 30. Luke 34, Luke 1, 34 to 35. Hmm. One person asks questions and other person did not get an answer. Another one got answers. Hmm. One, another thing I want you to write, E. We need favor to achieve our goals. Hmm. I tell you, the world we see here is the world of men, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. We need favor to achieve our goals and to fulfill our divine destiny in Christ. I want you to begin to really meditate. Take your time. The brethren on the Zoom, you can have some few prayer topics. I don't know if I will be able to get into much deeper just an introduction. I wish I would give you, we we'll, we'll go through the keys that activates this merited favor. Because the unmerited, it comes from God. Hallelujah. But we need the keys that activate, you know, the merited favor. Second definition for favor. What is the first definition? Do you have it? Favor is divine help and divine assistance. It's God in partnership with men providing help and assistance 
to our lives and destiny. Second definition, what is favor? Favor is when God raises men. Favor is when God raises men. Mercy. To invest, number one, their time. Number one, to invest their time. Number two, to invest their resources. Number three, to invest their credibility. Not only the time, we need them when God favor is when God raises men. Anytime you see men, I want you to put women also the same. To invest their time they have in, in, to invest their resources and to invest their credibility over our destiny. Remove the, your destiny over our destiny. Please. A signature of a man, signature of a man to transform your life for the rest of your life. Am I saying it right? Yeah? I can just imagine as I'm preaching, somebody's um, um, immigration document is sitting in somebody's office. Just need this time, the time. And the resource and the credibility for the person just to say that it's okay. I just issue the thing for you. Come for it. Am I saying it right? Just a signature. Hallelujah. Are you with me? And that is why, because of this lack of favor I'm talking about, this merited favor, that is why many of us say life is unfair. And life is unfair. And life is unfair. I tell you, brethren, you know, for my few years, over 50 years on this earth, many people normally do not have time for others. Why? And not because they don't want to, because they are also busy trying to make a meaningful life out of their life. Am I saying something here? Yeah. Who is here who is not busy if you are not busy at all? You have, you are, we are all busy. So when God causes somebody to live or his or her busy life to zoom into your life to help, it takes certain power for the person to do that. It's unfortunately when it comes like that, many times we trivialize it and sometimes we don't even see and accept it. That is why it is so important when your pastor spends his time to zero in into certain aspect of your life, you need to embrace it and, and appreciate it. When your shepherd, your shepherd does the same thing, is the same thing. Look, I tell you, anyone who God causes to even to give me a cup of water to drink, 
I do appreciate the person. How much more? Look at the definition. To invest their time and their resource. The resource can be sometimes their energy. For somebody even to come and visit you. Hallelujah. Are you with me please? That is favor. That is favor. That is favor. You know, this week I was on the phone with a brother who is trying to help me to do something. And I was telling Epi that, and somebody that, the passion with which this brother was using to negotiate, somebody that, you know, my mother's son, my mother's child, you know, my cousin, not, from, not even from the same country, you know. That, and I was the phone quiet and the passion with which the person was using to negotiate on my behalf and our behalf. I said, wow, I cannot ignore this. I cannot. It takes favor for the person to do that on your behalf. Are you, are you with me, please? Yeah. It takes favor. It comes from some supernatural power. It's gone way quickest. Look, I don't have much time to go into many things. Think about when God wanted to change the life of Mordecai. Yeah. He causes the king not to sleep. And that night, if you are not sleeping, what do you need? Don't you need sleeping tablets? And as a king as powerful as that king was, probably would have called for maybe one of the wives to come and give massage and other things. Yeah. But he said, give me the history book. Give me the history book. Number one, the fact that he was not sleeping was supernatural. Yeah. So give me the history book. And amazingly, I'm sure the book was big, but the page that the power of God caused him to open was the page that they wrote about the Christ situation over there. And he asked the question, what did we do for this person who did this? May God cause the favor of men to come upon you. May your boss and your managers and directors, in the name of Jesus, hear your name and change many things in your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. There was a young man who wanted to do well. He done everything. It was not working. And then he heard about a conference. And in that conference were a lot of businessmen, you know, and there was this, you know, ad- senior advocate that all the business moguls and things they wanted to talk to because he's the one that you can strike a business with and then you get the contract or you get what you need, you know. So this young man uh, in the conference room managed to go to the, the office of this senior advocate. And then he said, come. He said to him, that, look, I'm struggling financially. Nothing is working. I need help. I need you to help me. There's nothing I can get. I don't get contract. I don't get, nothing is going in for me. And then the man said, as soon as he finished, the man said, you know, you may be thinking the senior advocate will be saying that, okay, why don't you, what do you want? What contract do you want? I have one or two, three. Choose one of them. The man just said, come with me. And he was stepping out of the office 
to the stage for the people to see. So he started walking with the young man, said, How is everything? How is your family? He said, That is not the reason why I came. It's not about my family, it's not about life, it's about, it's about business. I'm struggling financially. And then he, he kept talking, he kept talking, and, and they went. And then as soon as they, they finished, he said, He should go. And then when they finished, I don't know if you can catch what I'm trying to share with you. When they fin- they, he finished, they said the guy should go. The guy was disappointed. Then the conference ended. Guess what? All the other business moguls, this is the man we wanted to see. You have gotten the opportunity to be working with him leisurely and talking and everything. Then you must have something. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. The definition is that when God raises men to invest their time, to invest their resource, and to invest their credibility, all that the young man needed, the credibility of the senior advocate. As soon as the man left, then then other business mogul came. This is what we have a business. We want to have a deal with you. What can you do for us? Right there, everything changed. Everything changed. He went to say thank you to the man. He said, do you understand what I did with you? He said, go and do the same. Sometimes you need the credibility of others just to tip you to another level. Hallelujah. That is merited. That is not his merited favor. It's merited. Hallelujah. Thank you, my dear sister. Yeah. Are you, are you with me, brethren? Yeah. It's 12, 1 o'clock already. I can't give the keys. At least one key. I have five. Jesus. Jesus. Which one do you want me to give to you? favor. Number one. Number one. First key to activate favor. But one key that controls and activates favor is honor. Brethren, I think you should write this thing down. Anytime a door closes 
before us and refuses to open the name of the padlock or the lock or the lock that the name of the padlock used to lock that door is called dishonor. Should I say it again? It says that any time a door closes before us, I mean in front of us, the name of the padlock that is used to lock that door is called dishonor. Therefore, what is Anna? Anna is the discerning. It is the celebrating. And the rewarding of men. Anna is the discerning. Number one, you have to discern. And then celebrating. And then rewarding of men for their distinctive difference. For their distinctive difference and their uniqueness. Honor is the discerning. That is why it takes the spirit of discernment for us to honor. For you and I to honor, it takes the spirit of discernment. That is why many people who are not spiritual, you find out that they don't honor their parents. They don't honor sometimes even when it comes to founders. You know, yeah. And this thing, I pray that it will, we really catch this revelation once and for all because we are in a church that we talk about this a lot. But I'm praying you, D.A.K.O.C. Manhattan, we will learn this another thing. Africa, we will learn this another thing. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. So you see that the rare anna it starts from the spirit of discernment. Yeah. Go back. It's the, it says that is that this anna is the discerning spirit of discernment. Discerning. It is the celebrating and the rewarding of men. Don't remove the other part. For their distinctive difference and their uniqueness. That's why your mother and your father, they are unique as far as you are concerned. Am I saying something right? That's why you cannot take my DNA and nobody can take you know, you take your parents' DNA. So for their distinctive difference and their uniqueness. Wow. I have many things to share. 
That is why in this church, when we say, let's honor Galatians 6.6, 6, let's honor Bishop Dad. You know, because if you look, for instance, if you go to Mampo, for instance, Anakazo Bible School, as soon as you enter the compound, you will see that Bishop Dad is a custodian of wisdom for his uniqueness, custodian of knowledge, custodian of understanding, custodian of understanding, especially understanding complex things. And it's through this, through David's funeral, then, you know, many of us, I'm sure, have come to realization, wow, we didn't know that our father is so important. Somebody said something last Friday. He said that he's one of the few pastors who has not soiled his hand with many, you know, sometimes presidents will call, talk about politics, they will speak something against this government, they will do the, Bishop Dark is one of the unique pastors that you cannot. Therefore, in David's funeral, you see that all men across, they're okay. Somebody who wasn't lighthouse person, he could see. Are you with me, please? And therefore, when we say Galatians says we want to honor him, it is appropriate. It is really appropriate. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brothers and sisters? Yeah. But you sometimes somebody will say that over an Akazo Bible school is all the church money. Look, you can have a lot of money, but if this favor is not upon you, if you want me to, you want to know, find out from the prodigal son. Yeah. Yeah. The parable of the talents. Find out the one who was given one talent. What happened to the talent? Didn't have he talent is money. Probably money. Whatever it is. But he didn't know what to do with it. I tell you, if they give you one million, my brother or my sister, today, right now, what will you do with the one million? You'll be shocked that one million, the five million can easily go into a drain. You yourself, you'll be shocked. Am I saying something right, please? Yeah. Yeah. When we say we're giving somebody an award, so what is an award? Brethren, what is an award? Let's define an award. Maybe in a way. award is a testament. Award is a testament that you have paid. It's a testament that you have paid the price. And the world or a body, even though sometimes selfish, yet they have been compelled to recognize the price that you have paid. Yeah? And therefore, when somebody runs Olympic Games, you know, they say they are getting a gold medal award, bronze medal. What are they awarding? The price that the people pay through the rigorous exercise, the pain, the investments, everything that they go through. 
Are you with me, please? That is why sometimes when somebody is an honest student, the professor, they know that this person has invested a lot of time and a lot of studies into his life. Therefore, we want to award. It's not just a paper. It's not just a simple cup sitting on somebody's table. And sometimes we trivialize some of these things. But what are all these things? What are they for? Those are the people that we have to honor. Hallelujah. Time will not allow me. I have not run out of words, but I have run out of time. Why don't you rise up onto your feet? I couldn't even finish the first one. Lift up your voice and let's begin to pray. Simple prayer, Lord. The capacity to honor. Give me the capacity to honor. Give me the capacity, oh God. The time for my life to change. I need this honor. I need this honor. I need this honor. Look, brethren, let me say, what I'm saying, eh? This honor, eh? It comes in various forms. Especially where we live. Where bread and butter normally it's not difficult. Are you with me, please? Because sometimes somebody does something for you. You know, just say, even a bottle of water or something, you just name it. And many times we send a test. Thanks. Just word T H A N K S. Thanks. Somebody, sometimes somebody will give you. I know some people that sometimes somebody will help them with their rent. When we get such support, how do we respond to that honor? It's just a, a test of message saying that I have met many people in my life, and you are one of those people who bring joy into my life. You have to let the person know that he or she is not one of those. He is a unique person who has contributed something special. And that is how you honor. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Don't put the person in the general category that you are one of those. One of those. But you, if you, without you, I would have been hopeless by now. I thank God for your life. You are everything in my life. And the honor that, you know, look, many times when people do things for us and we honor them, it causes them to do more for us. You know, you just think about it. Some of us who have kids, and then your child sees that you have done so much. You know, this is the season of graduation. Many people are attending graduation ceremonies and things. Let's see how the children will respond to the graduation that they are receiving. Do we honor the parents for the fact that they, are, they were there? That is the, the spiritual support, the prayers, the, the care, asking, are you done? Asking, is everything okay in school? Calling you, following you, you up. We are not those things, or it's just one of those things. Are you with me, brethren? If 
your child looks at your face and look at them, graduation certificate and everything, and says to you, Mommy, thank you so much. If I have not been you, I wouldn't have been here. I really appreciate you. Thank you. I thank God that he did not make a mistake for him to bring me into your life, for you to bring me into this world. I love you, mommy, and I will always love you. How many agree with me that if your child needs a car, you will find a way to go and find where you can find the money to buy a car for that child? How many agree with me? Let's pray. Maybe we have dishonored one or two people because of that. Certain doors were closed. Simple prayer, Father, be merciful unto me. And that door that was closed because I dishonored, Lord, cause that door to open again. If you have to break it, Lord, help me to break that door. If I have to open it with a key, Lord, help me to open it. In the name of Jesus, let's pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Pray. Cause that door to open. Cause that door to open. Cause that door to open. It will open unto you. It will open unto you. It will open unto you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Let's say we look to you forever, Yahweh. Come on, Yahweh. Oh, yes. We look to Yahweh, Yahweh. Forever, Yahweh, Yahweh.
the God of heaven. Lift high the God of heaven and give all the honor and give all the honor. Father, it's you that we look to. It's you that our hope is. You are the Yahweh. You are everything, O oh God. Apache Lord, we have been battling with many things. There are times that we feel like we can't do it, O oh God. We cry unto you. We cry to you as our Father. Abba Father, the source of our sustenance. But Lord, that time that we miss, when you release through men, we miss them. This is what we ask this afternoon. Let the favor come upon us. The favor to honor Lord. The favor to recognize. The favor to discern, oh God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We bless you. We honor you. Our hope is in you. Our everything is in you. Thank you. As we step out of here, we into the weak and into the world. Let the pillar of crowd, Lord, go before us. And the pillar of fire cover us. Shield us, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, may we not be at the mall and at shopping places at the wrong time. Even we are there, Lord. May any evil intention of the enemy never work. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bless you, O oh God. We honor you. Thank you. Cause men who invest their time their resources and their recognition will be upon us, come upon us this week. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And let the saints say, Amen. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.